This is Lee Pettis reporting with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The McAllen Chamber of Commerce recently held an event titled the Legislative Update Luncheon. The event was held at the Radisson Hotel McAllen Airport. The Master of Ceremonies was Dr. Fred Farias, Chairman of the Chamber's Government Affairs Council. The moderator was attorney and former McAllen Mayor Jim Darling. The special guests were State Representatives Terry Canales of Edinburgh, Sergio Munoz of Mission, R.D. Bobby Guetta of McAllen, and Oscar Longoria of La Jolla. Thank you for that introduction, Lee Perez. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian. The moderator for the Legislative Update Luncheon, Jim Darling, asked the state representatives about the biggest changes they've witnessed in the legislature over the last 10 years. I represent the Valley very well, so I think that's the most important part. So the first question is kind of a, kind of a uh, get-to-know-you question. It's, um, you know, you all were elected about 10 or 12 years ago. You kind of came up as the new guys on the block, and that's 10 or 12 now. So how has that changed from when you were first elected? to the present last session. How is that changing to you and to the legislature? Um, thank you, um, Mayor, and thank you all for having me. I appreciate being here. I appreciate the invitation. Um, these things are important to sit here and discuss with the community what's going on. Um, since 2013, the legislature's changed um, pretty drastically. The, most of the moderate Republicans are gone. Um, the GOP's moved further to the right which makes it more difficult for us to get things done, practical things. Um, I would tell you personally, my office is a lot more efficient. The time and more experience, you're able to navigate things more easily. Uh, and so experience and seniority do matter in the legislature. And so I would tell you that uh, being able to accomplish things and working with a team like uh, the Valley Delegation, and we're, we're pretty symbiotic. And so I would tell you that we work a lot stronger together because we've been together so long. Uh, but things seem to be getting politically harder for us because of the, the, the way the, the political spectrum is swayed farther to the right, and that's who controls the legislature. Okay. okay. Sergio. Well, uh, first of all, thank you. Uh, good afternoon for allowing me the opportunity to be with you and to share our thoughts about the legislative session. And I would just echo what uh, Chairman Canales said is that in 2011, which was my uh, first session, obviously the makeup of the legislature and the issues that we were facing were very different uh, to what we are now. And as uh, Representative Canales mentions, right, it, it makes it a lot harder because what we've lost during those years, in my opinion, has been uh, the uh, lack of the opportunity to sit down and dialogue and discuss the issues, right? A lot of times what we're seeing now is that people get elected and they think that once the legislative session starts that the campaign is still in full force and effect, right? And it's not. I mean, when you get elected, you're there to represent everybody in your district that was with you or that was not with you, but you're also there to try to come together and uh, draw consensus for issues that are gonna affect people statewide. And that to me is not political, right? It's just about doing what you think is the right thing to do and what's best for the majority of the people that live in the state of Texas. So what I've seen has been that loss of being able to sit down and talk about the issues without getting offended, without taking it personal, and without remembering that even though maybe we're not together on this issue right now, it doesn't mean that tomorrow or the next week or the, or the day after, right, we can't come together for something else. So uh, whatever we can do to promote that, I think, uh, whether it's politics in general, would be very beneficial, not only for us, but for politics overall, right, because we need to still be able to sit down and discuss and work together to make things happen. Thank you. Bobby. 
Well, let me first say that um, not this last immediate past session, but the session before, um, it was great being in the Texas legislature because a lot of people referred to it as the Kumbaya session. Uh, we got things done. We worked across the aisle on both sides. And I've always been a big proponent of that. Last session was we had an influx of new folks up the country and things got quite testy. Yeah, they got very, very testy. And um, I was sent up to Austin by you folks to try to get things done. And, um, and by the way, Veronica Gonzalez is here. Love you very much. She had to see way before I did. But I will tell you that, you know, Veronica and I have discussed these things and trying to move Texas forward is the most important thing not just for the valley, but for all of Texas. But of course, my primary concern is the Rio Grande Valley and my district. And I think we all look at that. But last session, was so it was so difficult. Now, my desk mate is a Republican. We get along very, very well. But that's not the case with other members in the House. And so I really hope that we can put a lot of those issues aside and work forward for the benefit of all Texans. So, yeah, it was quite testy last session. Thank you. Ask Well, thank you, Mayor, and thank you for having me out here. I think uh, the advancement of social media has, called the re has caused the regression of the Texas legislature. And um, you see, when we first got elected, and when I first got there in 2013, uh, you would take a vote. It could be a critical vote. And every vote, you can look at it as the uh, glass, ha glass half full or half empty, right? And I remember, um, you know, a lot of our classmates would, would vote and it'd be a moderate bill and you know someone would say that's too liberal for a Republican vote and instantaneously they would start getting robocalls in their district against them, right? And uh, many times it would make them overthink votes and a lot of times you know good legislation wouldn't move because someone was going to nitpick on it and say it was too liberal and it was contrary to you know to, to Republicans and whatever it may be. Well now you're seeing that but Thanks to social media, it's a lot quicker. And uh, you know, you'll see where a vote's coming up and one side or the other will skew it one way. And next thing you know, it's something that's not controversial, that's just good policy that everybody agreed on, just changes because it's kind of trending within those groups. So um, you know, social media is great to a certain extent, but I think uh, unfortunately what it's done is it puts a magnifying glass on things that should get done, which is good policy for the state, but unfortunately it makes members rethink their votes, and many times not in a good way. Um, I mean, we used to work in a, in a manner where Republicans and Democrats always worked together. It was always rural versus urban. Those were the big issues, but lately, but because what's going on in the rest of the country, it's become more social, more divisive, and social media doesn't help that. It's just adding gas to this fire. So who knows what the future unholds, what, uh, will, will hold, but um, I've always been one where I don't put too much uh, importance on social media, and I think it's hurt society, especially in the Texas legislature, in my opinion. This podcast is one in a series of podcasts covering the recent McAllen Chamber of Commerce Legislative Update Luncheon. I'm Lee Perez, reporting with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.